You are now listening to the Flaming Melon Podcast, featuring your hosts, the Watermelon Boys, Lucas Baudois, and Patrick Riley. Fasten your seatbelts and enjoy the ride. And make sure to look both ways at the stop sign because the Watermelon Boys and affiliate networks will not be held liable for any accidents caused by this pod. Thank you. Hello there, and welcome to another installment of the Flaming Melon Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Patrick, with my co-host here, Lucas. Hey, everyone. Glad to have you back. We've just been talking about mushrooms, you know. I will be Um, eating some mushrooms for the first 30 minutes or so of this podcast because I just got home from work and wanted some mushrooms. Yeah, and they are, what they are not I, psychedelic. Oh, okay. I was just about to ask. Um, well, you can see that Lucas is—he's uh, choosing to expand his stomach rather than his mind today. I am. Yep, my stomach needed it more today. Maybe his mind tomorrow. Maybe. Well, let me get a brief uh, explanation of the mushrooms that you're currently eating and the flavor profile for the for all those. F- Flavor profile fans out there. All right, you flavor profile fans, you sickos. Um, (laughs) You sick bastards. (laughs) Um, I am eating lion's mane mushrooms right now, which are a large bulbous mushroom with a fuzzy exterior, and they're very dense. And I can't remember if these grow on trees or not. I think that they do, but... They are my favorite food ever. I mean, they are so delicious. It is, it's hard to describe what they taste like until you try them, but I, the, the first time I tried them was with my mom. We found them at Whole Foods, and we just decided to give them a shot and just fried them up in some oil, some vegan butter, um, garlic, and salt, so not a ton of flavoring. And, I mean, they are tremendous. They have a very... They have almost like a meaty-like texture, like they're, um, you know, you can crisp them up pretty good and have them kind of firm and chewy, and it's they're they're amazing. So what uh, what part of your taste buds do they dance on? Definitely the savory part of the taste buds. Um, I like to put a little soy sauce in mine. Um, okay. And they're good in stir fries and stuff too. I've made tacos with them. You can do a lot with them, but they, tacos. I mean, they, they hit the spot. There hasn't been a moment where I wasn't craving them. Whenever I have them, I eat them pretty quick. Well, I haven't, I haven't dropped a pizza recently. Um, there's, have you dropped any pizzas recently? I don't think I've made a pizza since the one the one that I dropped. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't had the opportunity. That is, that's sad. That is very sad because it sounded like pizzas were, you know, were a semi-regular thing before you kept dropping them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's move on from that. I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, I'd rather start not, this off on a bad note. I'd rather not talk about that. Wow. 
Oh, sorry. I just got distracted. I just heard something. It sounded like a pizza hitting the floor, but I don't think it was that. You can shut the hell up. <laughs> I can. And I will. Good. So how you how you been? What's going on in your I, neck of the woods? Well, the maraschino cherry business has been booming. It's surprising. We, for February. we haven't talked about it. No, we haven't. It's true. It's been a little bit of a hiatus. Um, our sponsors, actually, we had some sponsors that disagreed with our decision making uh, on the on the spoken word about the maraschino cherries. But we uh, we're in a good spot now. We we lost a lot of sponsors, and that's one of the reasons why I can't talk to you about those uh, sweet sweet cherries today. Right. Right. Yeah, um, I understand. Do you have a question about them for me? You were supposed to have a question prepared for me. Uh, I do. I, you know, I had trouble narrowing, narrowing down what I wanted to ask you, but I thought I would ask about practical shelf life for oh, maraschino yes. cherries because, as we all know, um, sometimes the shelf life on the bottle or can or whatever the food comes in can be extended, and I just wanted to know... Hmm how long my jar of maraschino cherries will realistically last me and if I can extend that shelf life in any way. Well, yeah, you can, uh, some, some, uh, maraschino cherry companies, uh, offer a DLC, which allows you to, uh, what's DLC mean? Ex downloadable content like for, okay. uh, like a video game. Yeah. So you can download this and then into your cherries, there's a little port at the bottom. Okay. You plug it in, you pay, you know, whether it be six or twelve dollars, depending on the company and the and the the sales going on. Mm -hmm. And then you it lasts, you know, another couple months than it would have. Wow. Um, but that's to me that's a scam. And personally, I think that maraschino cherries last as long as you let them. You know, as long as you believe that they're good, okay. you know, because you're the judge, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're the, you're the, you're the pilot of your life, right? Um, I, I think I am. And I'm glad to hear you say that because I've got a jar here at the house that's full of some really shriveled up cherries and it's got like some black gunk kind of in the, um, you know, the liquid surrounding them. But I, I'm going to go ahead and give them a try. Those chocolate chips? Maybe. Maybe they were making some chocolate in there. I don't know. It didn't start that way. Well, maraschino cherries, much like wolves, are great bakers, and they do tend to make a sweet uh, product mm -hmm. with uh, with chocolate chips. Okay. I'm going to give them a um, try. The yeah, good. Um, in terms of weather, which has been a hot topic recently. Yes. Um, I've been to Hot Topic. That was, that was, uh, that was cool. I haven't been to Hot Topic recently, so I went to Hot Topic. I don't remember the last time I've been to one. What'd you get? Me? Me either. I didn't get anything. I was just, uh, I was, uh, you know, I was doing the thing where you can teleport yourself to a place within your, your, your mind. Okay. <laughs> you know? Right. It's called like remote viewing. Right. And I was there. Didn't see anybody I knew. 
Well, that's uh, good. Well, I was I was trying to. Unless you were looking for someone. Yeah, I was looking for a couple people. Um, they had they had some graphic tees. On sale. And you didn't get it. No. And you didn't get it. No, I did not. And I didn't get any. They were on sale. They looked like shit. Okay. I didn't want them. I was just trying to see people that I knew. Well, if you're trying to do that, I would go to the Walmart in our hometown. You can't go in there without seeing someone. I take mine travels to Walmart. I think you've been eating some mushrooms too. <laughs> what, what kind? Uh, what kind you got in front of you? <laughs> I got. Uh, it's uh, really it's a. It's more of a fruit than a vegetable. Um, in my personal uh, doc doctorate. Doctoral doctoral studies. What a mushroom. What about it? <laughs> You're saying that, that it's more of a fruit? You know, some some might say that. Yeah, some some people would, would argue that. Many people would argue that. Actually, I would argue it. Yes. I would argue that yeah. mushrooms are the most important plant. In existence. What about the bees? I would consider bees um, not a plant. But they grow from the ground. <laughs> um, maraschino cherries I... have a... The shelf life is... Uh, really, it's in the eye of the beholder. Much like chicken and milk and um, anything that has an expiration date. Um, okay. What's uh, what's something vegan that... It, do vegan products... Here's a weird segue. Do vegan products uh, have, have any difference in shelf life compared to non-vegan products? I assume... Do they tend to last longer? I assume by vegan products we're not talking about fruits and vegetables. Which, no, as we know, have shelf lives. But in terms of like um, meat substitutes, they have a considerably longer shelf life. And cheese, vegan cheese, will last you forever, which is great. That's a big difference. That's huge because, as we know, regular cheese can spoil very quickly. And vegan cheese, I mean, they there's brands that taste the exact same. So even if you're not vegan and you're looking for cheese to last longer, just go try some vegan cheese. You won't notice the difference in taste and it'll last forever. Wow. See, Lucas is, you know, he's looking out for your, he doesn't want your cheese to go bad. But at the same time, that's really dependent on your view on how bad cheese should get. And is cheese ever bad? I mean, is cheese ever bad? Um, I don't know. Yes. We'll see. Really, uh, you know, well, time will time will be the biggest, uh, you know, and the maraschino cherry shelf life. Frankly, it's off the charts. Well, that's good to know. It's, it's big. It's doing good. That's, it's like I'm glad. 
It's at all time high. I'm glad. Good. We got new flavors coming. Good. New f- new flavors. Yeah. What do we got coming? What's down the pipeline? What's down the maraschino cherry pipeline? Um. You know. Cigarette butts. Uh, that sounds good. Um, spam and corn. Uh, the classic combo. And a little bit of piss. <laughs> well, I look forward to trying out all of those flavors. Yeah. I know that you have a lot of. You should. I know that you have a lot of say in uh, what goes into maraschino cherries these days in terms of everything: marketing, packaging, flavors, shelf. Oh yeah, life. I'm like, I'm like the person that that. Uh, I'm I'm in it. I am in it. Like I'm in it so far that I could get assassinated. Yeah, I mean, if I said the wrong thing. You're in it so far that you can't get out of it for the rest of your life. I am in it. Right. It's a, it's, you know, it's a, it's, I've, my face is tattooed like a maraschino cherry. You've seen it. You see it all the time. Yeah, I do. Since birth. And yeah, really, I, it was one of the, it was my birthright. You Um, you came out. That's how I became. And you were delegated maraschino cherry man. And then they tatted your face. Well, I had the ta- I had part of the tattoo. Yeah. Um. Somebody was commissioned to do a tattoo on me before my birth happened. Right. You know, because obviously I couldn't be born with it. That would be some crazy I, thing. Yeah, I actually I re- but, I remember that I was two months old when um, they went in and did that procedure. Yeah, you almost got the back one. Yeah. But it didn't end up happening, and, you know, some people are better for it. Some people are worse off for it. You, I don't know. Really, I don't know. Time will tell. And the, the Super Bowl, um, that doesn't really have a shelf life. So I, I don't know why we're talking about that. The but. Super Bowl. I did not watch the Super Bowl. But you did. I did, but who fucking cares at the end of the day? You know, a bunch of grown man throwing some some pig skin with some air in it. I don't know. I'd re- That's how I feel. I'd, I'd rather watch, you know, these disabled kids on TikTok. It's, you know. That one's a coin flip for me, but there's... Um... <laughs> <laughs> I was I was meant in a lighthearted way for my uh you know for the lawyers who are listening. Lawyers always on call. Thank you guys. Yeah, yeah. Sorry for the sorry we can't pay you. Sorry, um, sorry they have to cut out four and a half hours of every pod because we say too much shit. Yeah, but really, uh, you know, love for everybody, and you know that's all that's all I'm trying to say with what love I love for say. everyone, including the people in the Super Bowl and the kids on TikTok. The, all of the kids on TikTok, disabled or not, every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Lucas, what do you have going on that you'd like to speak on? I think I gave a pretty good outline of how, um, you know, I just kind of, I, I like to do more of the education and you're more of like the lifestyle management side of things, right? Right. Sure. Yeah. 
well, <laughs> well, a uh, little little magic for you. Get a little magic fill. Um, I've got a show tomorrow. I'm trying to remember if I did any. Yeah, oh yeah, I did do one last Friday for a group of coworkers. One of their, one of them had his mom and stepdad in town, so I did a show for them, which was a lot of fun. Um, that you know, when you're doing it for a lot of people that know you, you can try some stuff that maybe you wouldn't normally do. Um, and take I, some more some more risks. Yeah. So I did a trick that involved me looking like I'm drinking a lot of alcohol, which I <laughs> normally won't do in a show where people don't know me as well, um, at least not at this stage of my performing career. Um, so that was fun. And then, yeah, I got one tomorrow. And then last week at Marvin's, John Carney was doing stage. And I actually went and saw that show twice. Um, my mom was in town for one of them that was her last night here so she got to come check out marvin's and watch jeff do the close-up and john do stage and then i did a little bit at the end of the night at the close-up spot and then i went back on saturday with um one of my fellow assistant professionals from the club and we saw well i saw the show again and he got to see marvin's for the first time as well and see john carney so it was, it was sweet. That's great. Did they did they have a great time? Your your coworker? Absolutely. Yeah, he loved it. My mom loved it. That was probably the most fun night that we had while she was in town. Um, was that showed time. you the power of a good show. Yeah, a good show and a good atmosphere there. Great host. Yeah, good people. Yeah, really good people. But John was hilarious. I didn't expect him to be as funny as he was on stage because he's not quite as comedic in the close-up. Um, he's it's more powerful magic. But he was super funny on stage, and he did some routines that were really fun to watch. One of he did a routine with some dollar bills that um, I'm not completely sure how it works. It's it's pretty amazing. Basically, the routine is he has someone, he gives someone, like, I don't even know how many, like 20 single dollar bills and has them count 11 into his hand, and he keeps counting the bills, and it's only 10 each time, and this keeps going off in a variety of ways, but it's uh, it's pretty fooling. Well, I'm glad that you, you know, you as a magician were still able to be fooled. Mm-hmm. That's always a treat. Yeah. I mean, some of the stuff that he did was, like, his uh, finale was he took a, um, he had this, like, white rose, and he plucked a petal from the rose and put it into this glass bowl, and he starts, like, moving the petal around in the bowl just by moving the bowl, and the petal starts to, like, expand and morph into an egg, and then all of a sudden you can hear the egg clanging around in the bowl and see it. It starts to make noise like an egg would. And then he takes it out and cracks it open and it's a real egg. It's it's so wow. good. It is so good. Yeah. It just happens right in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. But he, I mean, he had some bits in there that were 
were really funny. At one point in the middle of the show, he just he says, "Yeah, you guys look like a really nice audience tonight." And then all and then all of a sudden, like a, an arrow appears in his chest, as if it's been shot by someone in the audience. And oh, really? It's pretty funny. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you know, I should also tell you about this bit that Jeff did um, to open John on stage. Um, he talks about how he's never recorded any music to put with his uh, with his performance. He's only ever used other people's music. So he says that he has composed a bit to be played along with this trick that he's doing. And he used a recorder to do so. So the music starts, and it's the Titanic theme. And uh, the recorder comes in, and it just sounds terrible. Just... <laughs> incorrect notes squeaky notes just really bad and he takes out this newspaper and unfolds it and the front uh cover of the newspaper is titanic sinks 1500 dead <laughs> which is just really funny and then uh, the bit is he takes water and pours it in the newspaper and the water vanishes and and then right. reappears at the end and it's it's really funny. He is so funny. So has he ever showed his real musical talent on stage? No. Not that I've seen. Because I I noticed that he has he has I just have some sirens going by. I don't know if it's going to pick that up. I can um, hear him. I don't I don't I don't know if it will. Yeah. I noticed that he had some credits in in at least a film or two being uh in music. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah. that. So he, he must be, you know, pretty serious about music in some way. Yeah. I don't know if it's like clarinet or flute or something. Right. Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, so I'd be curious to know what kind of music he's into. But Yeah. Nice. Well, anything else you'd like to mention? Um, I'll probably mention this again next pod, but next week for our Palm Springs Magicians Club meeting, we instead of meeting at the community center that we do we are having a party at one of our members house gary and his, gary and his wife are hosting at their place at the hideaway and um gary is actually the person who owned marvin's before it was like open and actually marvin's and he oh. kind of sold it to jeff and and Jeff runs it now, so he's he kind of got start, Marvin's started. Um, Interesting, okay. yeah. And he is uh, hosting this party um, where we're going to do a little magic. I'm going to do a small performance in it along with the, some of the other guys, and should be a good time. Yeah, I look forward to hearing how that goes. It sounds like a really fun time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess he's got a cool magic room there. I'm excited to see it. Oh. You were telling me about this, yeah. 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 But that's, you know, that's about all I got. I'm, you know, on, I was going to say on the same note, but you know the context and our listeners don't. I'm also very excited for the Batman movie that keeps creeping closer, and I think about it a lot. <laughs> well, we all have our problems. Uh, yes. You know. And that's one of mine. I am obsessed. We all have our vices. I'm obsessed with Batman. 
Well, let's try to not let that taint the rest of the podcast, even though it may have already done that. Probably. Uh, I shouldn't have brought it up, but I can't help it. I can't help it. You you don't even want to know how many times I watch the trailer a day. I think that you're being serious right now. I am being serious. You're really sucking. No, I don't. You're you're getting close. I don't watch. like a week away, right? Yeah, just over a week. I don't watch the trailer every day. But, but when you do, it's multiple times. But one of one of the trailers, when I do, I watch all three. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one of the trailers, one of the trailers. I'm gonna, I'll send it to you after. I don't know if you've seen this one or not. But the bat and the cat is the trailer that I'm referring to. That's what they titled this trailer. The first like 35 seconds of that trailer is maybe the the best part of any movie trailer I've ever seen. It's just so. It's a- that's a big say. That's a, it is so good. The way that I don't they, think I've seen that one. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Like the rest of the trailer is really good too, but sometimes I'll just watch the first thirty-five seconds a couple times because it is amazing. And it's, all right, well, shout it's out. It's even to... it's even more amazing because I watched this interview with the director and some of the cast, and you know what for I for this one. Yeah, for this new one, and what I love so much about. The Christopher Nolan Batmans, which are the last ones that I've enjoyed. I haven't enjoyed any of the newer ones. Um, What I enjoy about his, among many things, is a lot of the stuff that you see on screen is being done for real. And that's why they're going to hold up to the test of time so well. Because it's not like CGI or anything. Like when they flip the semi end for end in Gotham City, they actually just flipped a semi in the banking district of Chicago and they actually blew up a hospital somewhere in Chicago. Like they, They're doing a lot of this stuff for real. And in the trailers for this new one, I couldn't really tell if some of it was going to be CG or done for real. And there's a part in it where the Batmobile is jumping through fire, like on a highway. And I mm-hmm. kind of figured, like, I... I don't know, like I know Christopher Nolan would probably do that for real, and I just I just don't know if they're going to do that for this movie. And the director said, yeah, we found out a way to actually jump it through fire on a highway, and that's being done for real. So I watched the trailer again knowing that it's real. I was like, God, this is so awesome. Well, you heard it here, folks. If, if that isn't enough hype for that movie. Also, a very interesting point about how real... Like how some movies today are just overly CGI. Right. And that there is something to say about having a more authentic movie, but still doing crazy stuff. Right. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, Even if you don't, even if you aren't a big movie person, if you watch two clips with like similar ideas with like a building blowing up and one of them's done for real and one of them CG... Even if you don't, even if you can't visually tell, like you can, you can feel whether it's being done for real or not. Because a, a lot of the, you know, when I first got into movies, pretty hard, I couldn't really tell the difference between some CGI and some real stuff. But after a while, even if you can't really see it, you can just you can feel if it's real or not. And it, right. I, I don't know how else to describe that, but yeah, yeah, it it makes a big difference doing doing things for real. And doing things in real locations versus green screens, like you can you can tell, like Dune, obviously relies on some really 
heavy CG work in some spots, but they're also shot in real locations and the CG's added and that, that helps too. Like they actually went to deserts in Jordan and uh, yeah, I forget where else, but um, yeah, little, little details go a long way. Yeah, certainly. Mm-hmm. And you're a man, you're a man who appreciates those details. I do. Well, you, you, uh, you appreciate a lot of things. And, uh, I want to say that you brought this, this new sponsor up to me maybe two weeks ago and we talked about it. And this is actually something that you are spearheading yourself, Oh, really? which is why it took a little, it took a little while for us to, uh, to get this on here, but you, you started a business venture and I, uh, you know, I think that we talked about it. We didn't want to, you know, taint the podcast with, with, mm-hmm. uh, plugging our own businesses, but I thought that this was important. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad it's sh- ready to go. Yeah. I was excited. I was excited about this potential on it. You're, this is the first time hearing that it's, we're, we're ready to release it. So. Yeah, I mean, but you you know more of the solid details than me. But yeah, I, I kind of I, I helped Lucas get this to fruition. But he's the he's the main mastermind, um, you know, along this and the main owner. Um, so I'd like to give you the opportunity to kind of enlighten me and our listeners about what this business is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so take the floor. This is my own business venture, and I'm I'm proud to showcase it here with you guys today so uh, here we go they are so hot says john and in a world dominated by drugs they certainly are a lot of people are in their early 20s when they start going well that's why it's hot this is why it's hot amen wow john thinks that that's probably why their success is based on the very early days I think because the first time I saw them, I didn't really see them very well. And John and Johnny are a relatively youthful group by today's standards. They grew up in the community where they live and have now worked as artists and have become quite popular in the community. So the record label Intershafes of Chicago. Oh, shout out to Chicago. mm -hmm, Now owns... Intershave, Intershaft, we don't know the correct pronunciation yet, but Intershaft. Interscoff. 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 Um, it's uh, probably Shaft. I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know. That's up to John and Johnny. But um, it gives Johnny access to many major distributors. Intershave continues to provide record labels with record licenses and a full-size sound catalog, and they've just got started. It's important for the duo to have a stable base for success. Intershafe, as they say in Chicago, has always felt like it was the only company that could make these records commercially in that time. But the rest of their sound has gotten bigger, and they know they have to do what their own fans demand. John's biggest inspiration just goes, goes back to the 60s and 70s, where he met Paul and Denny Bongard, on the back seat of a Mercury Dercury, which we all know, we all know what that is. Um, 
Well, uh, you know, that was kind of a little bit of a some historical stuff, but I don't think that regarded your business, did it? No, no, that's just referring to the old Mercury Mercury car. Um, okay. Yeah, from the 60s, late 60s. Beautiful car. Um, Mercury Mercury. I know you're wondering, <laughs> what is the ad? It feels like I'm kind of rambling here. Well, it does. The fact that LPs are used in music videos in the media and not merely in interviews or public statements is so per- pervasive that I, like everyone else, can't help but laugh at them. <laughs> exactly. I want someone with a lot of different perspectives about this problem. Like a like a radish man. Right. And I want everyone to be able to do that. However, being a person who listens to and has information about music and people is not the same as being able to tell people everything. You need more information about music, but only really have it out for yourself. Also, many people see you as a musician or songwriter, you know, or artist or musician, producer, a producer, etc. And your music or videos tend to be pretty short in length. They do. If anyone is a better person to tell me what it's like to be in this industry or work with, ask them. Ask them? Ask them. Yeah. Ask them. If yeah. anyone's a better person to tell me what it's like to be in this industry, ask them. All right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, you're not the end all be all. There's people that are. But look here, I love music. And there are some artists I just have to be able to use them my way. My love of music is why I love this product. A new ver- I'm still missing out on what this product might be, but I now, support I'm, you. I'm getting there. Um, a new version of the Z3 has come. We've, re- we've replaced the outdated Z3 interface with our new version. We've also fixed issues related to the download links and fixed several errors. We've also optimized for devices of all sizes and resolutions. So now you can use it with anything. Like what about like what about the Motorola Z7XA? Yeah, that'll work. Um, and we've given a lot of... That's not real. Well, if it was, it would work. Um, we've given we've given a lot of attention to the new feature the ability to import png data into windows vista and later systems we're getting close to a release for xp um, but it could take a while if we're not careful so um, just keep your eyes peeled um, you gotta be careful yeah we've added a handful of new features so that we can focus more time on delivering our best content However, it's a work in progress, so it will take a while. Uh, We're still looking at our future plans and are working on making this one uh, the final release so it won't be a complete wipeout of everything. Uh, It sounds very, like, high risk. um, Some would say that, but some would also say high reward. Wow. Um, That's said like a true true, uh, American hero. Thank you. If you appreciate the free updates and support... You can check out our official site if you want to have some awesome feedback and support. So that is um, uh, https colon slash slash. I don't think I need to say that. 
www.skeeny.com. And that's S-K-E-E-N-E-Y.com. With another slash. With a slash at the end, yes. Um, So if you're looking for more info, look at this blog post or read read on it. Um, It's in my book. Um, So you can find that at www.thespecial.com. The um, special. Um, <laughs> you wrote this book. Sorry, right? I I wrote this book. Um, uh, the the special T S Wyoming. The special T's Wyoming. Uh, the special T's. Oh, I'm sorry. I just I spelled specialties wrong, so that's my mistake. The special T's Wyoming. But that's it's spelled wrong in the URL. I though. spelled it wrong intentionally so that it would confuse people, and I confused myself. Uh, or the other one was t- was it taken? Uh, well, no, I just wanted confusion. Um, so the special T's Wyoming, that's a special T S W E Y O M I N G dot com forward slash the special T's young kids of C's dash firm. Um, forward slash. So check that out. It's, Explain uh, the second half of that. Like, what is the, is that the name of your book? Um, the no, the specialties young kids of C's dash firm. Dash firm. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's a firm that um, actually helps youth of America who are interested in marine life, and it helps them uh, further their education in the seas and wildlife found in there and plant life. And so this doesn't have to deal with music, which is what the. Um, no, it doesn't. But they also they like music, and they actually part of their part of the money that they um, they put towards their education is coming directly to me to fund this music stuff. So that's why I put them in there. Um, so your your kids are paying you to learn about marine life while also funding your music business. Well, to be fair, their parents are. But um, please just... (laughs) Okay, yeah, okay. I mean, hey, yeah, sure. Um, Just one more note. Please keep in mind that there will be a small monthly commitment for those who have pledged $30 or more. Uh, All pledges are accounted towards the $30 a month minimum for the month. And uh, we are currently working on updating our code. This should take around 45 seconds. Uh. So this will be done by the time you this. Hear will be this. done before I'm done reading. Uh, the final product for this campaign will go live next month. Uh, thank you for your support. And just a few final words. Um, although I do work as much as I can, I don't need to pay for anything. My clothes, you'd need to have something like $100 off on eBay. Uh, some, some retail stores charge for shipping. Not to mention some money you need to hire a manager. Uh, doesn't count it as work, though. You just need to purchase something for the price. My only experience as a store owner has been in small towns. When I first heard of these stores, I wanted to go and make sure they were legit. But now I'm not sure I'll ever be buying one. I have some local friends who work there that we use, and I find they sell a lot of clothes for a reasonable price. However, I do want to get in on the whole deal here. My best friends are very loyal people. 
if you're not into that kind of thing, go to a shop and do it. I'll go for things like those. How do you know who I am? Powerful. Thank Powerful. You. Thank you. Yeah, so... Uh... Yeah, I really there's there's a lot that you're doing. There is a lot you're and doing a to lot. be honest, it's it's been it's been tough to put all of my thoughts onto paper because they are kind of jumbled. Clearly. And, um but I think I got it out there pretty clearly. I think everyone understood what I was saying and has a clear yeah, I- clear I mean, idea of the sponsor and exactly what we're trying to do here. John and Johnny, you got the music industry. Right. Um, you got the, your book, right. Helping out the kids. Yeah. Please check out the book. Please buy the book. Um, and then, you know, I don't know what the last part was really, it seemed like you had some, some raw emotion in the last part when you were talking about, uh, you know, the hundred dollars off on eBay. Yeah. Well, um, I'm a businessman. That's what it comes down to. I'm here to do business and, I'm yeah. going to do business on my terms is what I'm trying wow. to say there. So if you don't like that, That's you can good. go somewhere else. Yeah. So buy the book. I mean, really buy, buy the book. If you're going to, if you're going to, you know, take the, take the money that you're spending on water and go buy a book, put that towards the, yeah. Buy a book, buy a book every time you're going to buy water. Yeah. I gave you the link to the book and just in case you forget the you can also look up the name of the book and that the, the title of the book is uh the youth of america explores our seas with a little bit of music and that's that's the name of the book and shout out to the kids because you know they're helping lucas fund his music production business yep thanks kids and the parents of course oh um, right you know right they're, they're buying the books they're buying the books they're giving me money. Um, so really, it's you don't care about the kids as much as you care about the parents. Yeah, to, I mean, to be honest, I don't really care about kids. Um, and you don't care about the parents either. You just care about the money and well, being I, able to pursue I, your I, music I, industry. I care that the parents are giving me money. So okay. I, so, yeah. I screen recorded that. Okay. Okay. That's fine. I'll, I'll say that. I'll say that anywhere to anyone. Say it. Okay, go out in the street right now and start yelling. Yeah, no one's out there. No one would hear me. How do you know? You're inside. You get the conundrum. I'm looking out my window right now. Yeah, your window is... Does you have a 360-degree window? No, but I know what's behind me. A house. I'm not going into someone else's house and saying that because I don't get arrested. But if you actually cared, you'd be willing to go at, you know, these wild heights to be able to prove your, you know what you believe in well some days you need rest today's one of those days some days you need to just shut up get out of the house start yelling nah, that's tomorrow that's actually i'm that's scheduled for tomorrow that's my morning routine hey you know what's scheduled for today that i haven't done yet maybe i can do it on the pod um i have not no. i have not picked tomorrow's number Oh, wow. So, as we discussed last pod, um, Patrick and I have been guessing David Lynch's number of the day for a, you know, a couple of weeks now. 
and we make our guesses the day before. Patrick has guessed seven for tomorrow. Yeah, I'm feeling, but I almost feel five. It's one of those things well, where you got to lock it in on pod because I'm about to lock mine in. Maybe I'll hear yours and then so decide. I don't want to pick your number. I don't. I because well, you you haven't been getting it right. Well, in some way you're relying you know on I mean? the cards. Then <laughs> um, I'm relying on the cards. I'm trying to stay away from the cards. Well, you know what? Um, here's here's what we're gonna do. By the time you're listening to this, I will I will be picking the number for February twenty second, two thousand twenty two. So. If you want to see if I got it right, go to David Lynch Theater on YouTube and look at 2-22-2022 number Oh, of the big day. day tomorrow. Wow, big day. Big day. 2-2-2-2022. See, if I wasn't using the card method, I would pick a 2. And that would make my choice not random. And it needs to be random. Oh, so you want you're you're just having a conversation with yourself out loud, trying to tell yourself I can't. I got to use if the cards. I, if I pick a two, it's got to be the the random way. So, to stay on theme with you know my new book, I I, I like to use different cards. Sometimes this is a deck of uh, seafarers by um, Joker and the Thief. Deck of seafarers. I'm showing Patrick the box there. It's a really Really cool deck of cards. It's got a um, uh, an octopus design on the back and a bunch of stuff revolving, you know, kind of old wooden ships and and sea monsters. So I've got a deck of seafarers. I've got ten cards, ace through ten, the ace through ten of clubs. And here we go. Here I'm going to predict that you're that you're going to pick. You're going to pick a one. An ace. You're going to pick an ace. Patrick thinks I'm going to pick the ace, but here we go for tomorrow's number. I am now shuffling the numbers. Let, let you guys hear it's, that. I dropped, you I, just dropped, dropped something. See, it's, it's all it's all a stunt. He's not actually doing it. I am doing this. and He's here, pretending to do this. Here we go. Shuffle the numbers. You're not even shuffling them. I did shuffle them. I'm going to pick a number now. It's going to be an ace. And tomorrow's number will be four. So that is, I could see. Uh, that's my wait, pick. was that? Yet, I also pick picked that yesterday? yesterday. I also picked a four yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how we know you're going to lose. Um, well, you never know. My number is four. You're I, right. I hope that David picks a four tomorrow. I still have not gotten one right. You know, I want you to get one. Well, no, you don't. I, I, I hope that. You know, my my wish for you would be that you change from the cards and end up succeeding, but using a different method. I can tell you right now, I'm not changing from the cards because it gives me. <laughs> He's holding a pistol right now. <laughs> he said that pretty forcefully. <laughs> he just cocked a pistol. I'm not changing from the fucking cards. I like the cards. It gives me a sense of purpose because I have to go out of my way. To take out ten numbers, I have to go out of my way to have a deck of cards and shuffle them. Like it's a whole process instead of just thinking, okay, eight. I'm gonna pick eight. You know, I like I like having I like having something to do. It because you know he's doing something. He doesn't just get on camera and say today's number is six. 
He, so you're just trying to become David Lynch. I, yes, exactly. Because how do you win David Lynch's number game? Well, I think you have to become David Lynch. Then you'd be cheating because you'd be the one selecting the numbers with well, the balls. Well, I want to become David Lynch's, like, sexy brother. Um, who who likes him. Who likes him. A lot. Who, who wants to be just like Who him. wants to commit incest. Um, just kidding. Just kidding. Um, no, you, you can't. You can't take it back now. Bet you didn't think I'd use that word on the pod. <laughs> bet, I mean, bet you didn't think we'd talk about that today. I think it just shows you the cards have taken away your sanity. No, no, no. The, You're also leaving your cards, sanity up to the cards. The cards have regained my sanity because I no longer care about the numbers that I pick because the number that I pick, that's it. That's that's it. That's what it happens. That just means to be. you're gonna lose. I'm out of if control. If you don't care, you're gonna lose. I'm out of control. And I will yeah, win. Yeah, you're out of control. That's why you're out of control losing I, all the time. <laughs> I will win at some point. I will. Well, I'm not gonna argue that. See, I hope you do. I will. It could I be I hope you it, do. It could be tomorrow. I hope it is. <laughs> it could be tomorrow. It it could be, you know, five hundred plus month. days from yeah, now. Yeah, you never know. One out of ten odds is pretty bad. I'm on a wind drought right now. Right. Um, But I was hot. I was hot. They were talking about me. You were hot. They were. They were. I made it in the magazines. Um, I saw a guy comment, like this was a week or two ago. I saw someone leave a comment saying that he got eight in a row correct, and someone else commented like, "Do you understand the impossibility of this?" (laughs) <laughs> right like, i mean that if, guy could just have a uh, yeah the guy who commented was responding to him was like that you're either lying or this is the best streak of luck that anyone's ever had <laughs> and the world will genuinely never know and we will never know that guy knows he knows we should get him on the pod we should get david lynch on the pod well that would be fucking awesome very hard. I just heard like a fucking explosion. Oh, never mind. That was my roommate <laughs> slamming his car door. <laughs> it was like muffled because I have my headphones in and it like it sounded really weird and I was like, what what's going on outside? I just heard a fucking explosion. <laughs> <laughs> never mind, it's a car door. No, it, no, it's it sounded violent. Big pause. There was a big pause. I th- I thought I was concerned for a second. I did kind of feel it in the like it, I picked it. It must have been hard because I picked it up a little bit. Too. Yeah, it seemed. I mean, maybe it isn't. I don't know what's going on. Well, okay. Well, the, the paranoia sponsor was uh was earlier on, so we're gonna have to move past that. Well, no, um, I'm paranoid. Fuck. Well, you should be. You jackass. Yeah. You're forever going to be paranoid. Nice. Nice. Jackass. Nice job. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> Jackass forever. That's what we're talking about today, yep. people. I went and, I don't really... and saw it last night. Oh, yeah. I've convinced Lucas to, you know, to, to watch it after I had seen it and what it put me through. I had to get somebody else. I went. And I knew, I knew, I knew it'd be worth him watching it once, but I knew he would hate it. And you are correct. <laughs> 
I don't. But there is some fascinating parts to it. There are. I don't regret watching it, but I I did hate it as a whole. I did not enjoy it. Um, did it drop your jaw in any moments? Um, the moments that I liked, the one that I liked the most was the bit with the snake, where they turn off the light. Yes, the that was the, the, probably the funniest. That thing. that was so funny. That was so fucking funny. Uh, it just scared the shit out of these guys thinking there's a venomous snake in the room and they turn off the lights and lock them in there. And then to have the fake door that just leads to like hanging pans and <laughs> yeah. and mouse traps on the floor. It's just amazing. That that part was really good. So pretty much there's a couple people in on it, but there's a lot of a lot of the cast is not. And yeah. they sorry, I Oh, you're good. Uh Keep going, keep going. Okay, so, so there, people are these. Some of the cast is introduced to the snake, with the lights on, and then they're just waiting in this room that they're going to film in to do something later. And they end up getting locked into this room with the lights off, and this the they rigged, they rigged a. A, a speaker in the thing that they thought held the snake and there was not a snake in there anymore. There was right. just uh, the sound of a snake and yeah. that triggered when this container fell on the ground. So you heard this noise hit, you, you heard this container hit the ground and then the snake, the rattlesnake <laughs> you could hear. And then everybody was trying to escape and, uh, like Lucas said, there was this fake door that you could enter to try to leave, but then there's just a bunch of hanging, like, cast iron pans that you would hit. And then there's this table with a bunch of mouse traps. There's some questionable stuff on the floor, but they never t- talked about what it was. Yeah, but, well, there was, like, tacks. Tacks pointing upwards. Was it upwards. on the floor? Yeah, it was, like, thumbtacks pointing up. And it was oh, like, okay. That's, the mouse traps I can get, because that's, like, going to hurt you, but I don't think it's going to cause any serious damage. I don't know. Right. I don't know about the tax. That's you could do some some stuff with those. You could do some nasty stuff to yourself if you fall on a bunch of tax. But for those of you who don't know, Jackass is just a group of guys who do a bunch of really dumb stunts and pranks on each other. And if you don't know who those are, what the fuck? Everyone knows Jackass. Ex- explain to me how you viewed the opener. Uh, craziest I, opener to a movie I've ever seen. I like the opener. I like the opener. Yeah, we get um, the scene where there's this monster like coming through the city, kind of like Godzilla style, and everyone's running around, and it is revealed to be this giant lizard-looking thing. And we come to find out that it is this one guy's penis that is... Um, painted and made to look like this monster and they're using this miniature set of a city to like drag a cock around him and uh, do parts of the scenes and yeah that's um, at one point at the end he he comes all over everyone oh I forgot about that I pushed that out of my head including Tony Hawk did you see Tony Hawk in the intro yeah Yeah. I was um, like, is that Tony Hawk? Yeah, that's how I was too. I was like, is that Tony Hawk getting cummed on? Uh, pretty funny. Just a little sidebar about Tony Hawk. If I could meet any celebrity, he is he might be the one. I like I like him a lot. 
Yeah, he's got a lot of interesting things about him. Just seems like a cool dude. Yeah, down to earth, definitely. Yeah. And uh, so there's a ton of stunts. We probably won't go through uh, a ton of them. We'll just highlight some some memorable ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we might get through a lot of them. Well, but, which, uh, tell me which ones you liked, and maybe didn't, okay, didn't so, like. I really liked when Stevo had a queen bee planted on a certain part of his body. You could probably guess what his penis. Yep. So the queen bee is on there and then they just start scooping bees on top of the queen bee. And they just, uh, because of the way, like how their senses work and the queen bee situation works, they just attach to the, to this man and they, they just keep piling them on and eventually it just keeps growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, him, like they just keep building on top of themselves and making. He's just got this... a giant cock of bees. Yeah, with like fifty percent added length or something with just bees. The visual of that made me laugh very hard when he's like getting stung <laughs> and kind of moving around, and this giant bee penis of his is just bobbing. Um, yeah, that was super funny. And they stay. As far as the stunt, I did not like it, but it did make me laugh a lot. Right. It's a lot of shock stuff. I can, um, I can handle the shock. I don't, I just don't necessarily enjoy it as much when they bring animals into it or bees, understood. bees in this case. Yeah. But it did, yeah. it did make me laugh a lot. Just the bee dick flopping around was, I would was never, really funny. I never would do it. Um, just out of fear of being attacked, but you're, you know, good point. I, I don't would never, think that it's really, I would never put, it's excessive. It doesn't make sense. I would never put one B on my cock. I would never, let alone, I would never put any bug on my cock. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put a ladybug on there. And so there's, the... and they're putting a thousand okay. bees on Steve-O's cock. Very, very uh, memorable. One yes. of the more memorable things in there. I agree. There was the the paddle penis. That was funny. Yes. Yeah. They, Explain that one. They clamped this guy's penis in between two plexiglass plates, like really tight, and just smushed the penis down to like the the width of a ping pong paddle, and then they play a little little ping pong with it. You know. Not not necessarily ping pong on a table, but when it's attached to the paddle and you're kind of bouncing a ball back and forth, paddle ball or whatever, and uh, and they play that with this, right. this guy's cock. That was funny. Didn't they didn't they set two of them next to each other? Like two people had them on, yeah. And then they used it as like a they used it as like the the table. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> and they were they put a net in between them. Okay, I do I do remember that at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I do. But they also used it as a as a paddle too. Yeah. Um what else do we have here? Yeah, I did feel like they did some questionable things with animals. Um 
I guess as time goes on, I find less entertainment in that type of thing. I do too. Um, I, I, there was a point in my life where I would have loved this way more than I did. And I still enjoyed watching parts of it, but I definitely, a lot of it, I just, I, I don't know. I don't find it as entertaining as I would have. Right. Like, uh, kissing the snake. Um, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Or this guy the, had to kiss a snake multiple times. The scorpion get, got bit. The girl who had the scorpion yep. stinger in the lips multiple times. The lip, the lip injections with the scorpion. Yeah, that stuff. I just I don't understand that. I don't. Um, there was a thing with pig semen. I hate it. That hated that probably the most. That was really weird. I hated that so much. Um, very watery. Yeah. Um. The tarantula. The that was know, crazy. That part was crazy. That was intense. Yeah, yeah. They put a tarantula in this tube that's connected to two people's faces, and their face are in a bubble, and they're just trying to like blow the tarantula into the other person's bubble. So you're just fighting to see who's going to end up with this tarantula next to their face. Pretty intense. And whoever lost, whoever lost, was said to get bit have to yeah yeah right but what happened was the guy who lost the guy who lost didn't have to do it anyways (laughs) right they 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 rigged it and made the the winner actually do it yeah i think it's because they were scared of that guy oh yeah i totally totally because he was he just got out of prison and he he clearly was a f- he was terrified by this spider. Yeah. I mean, I would be too. Yeah. Um, but you could tell that he 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 would have put up a fight if they tried to actually get it to to bite him. I love spider- um, spiders like that. Those huge spiders, as scary as they might be. The fangs. Be. Man, they're, the big I mean, I still have a level of fear towards them as well, but I think I could get over that if I owned one of them. I think they're really, I don't know, I think they're they're pretty when they're that big, which is not a word that many people might use to describe them, but I, I really like them. Once you get over the, once you get used to having it and holding yeah. it and. Yeah. I don't know, I think they're really cool. There was the, there was a penis boxing ring. A lot of penis things. A lot of penis a lot of things. Balls. Which I, look, I like that. I like, yeah, the penis boxing was funny. I like <laughs> that a lot. Yeah. Somebody wore like finger, there was like a finger uh, boxing gloves, right? Well, they didn't wear them. They it? had this like, this machine. Oh, it was a machine, right. That was just right. bolting these mini boxing gloves back and forth <laughs> super fast. Right, and just alternating but still crazy fast, ramming them into this guy's balls. That that's gotta hurt so bad. That was really funny. There, um, what else was really good? The marching band treadmill thing. Oh my goodness, that was so stupid. So they they lined up in a in marching band costumes with with uh. Each each person having some type of instrument as well, and they 
they lined up on the side of this running treadmill going at max speed and one by one they had to as they were all playing music that sounded terrible they were they walked they stepped onto the treadmill and would just be flung right against this wall that was right next to the treadmill and they just kept going one after another so every person who went next was just running into these people so i just can't imagine being thrown full force into a concrete floor and a wall while I'm carrying a snare drum. Like that sounds horrible. That sounds what scared me the most was the trombone being involved. Oh my goodness. That's dangerous. They had a trombone. They had a big tuba. Um, yeah. Symbols. Yeah. Just the symbols could be bad symbol. You could fucking chop a guy's neck with those. I mean, that was, that was dumb, but funny. I like We did have some Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to mention another celebrity cameo that was in there. Eric Andre, the coffee prank. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. That was good. I love Eric Andre. The coffee they did this they had this uh coffee truck and Eric Andre was going to get some iced coffee, but in the side of the truck near the window, there's this like inflated tube, inflatable tube. That'll just pop out. Yeah. And just it's like push. An, it's like an airbag. Airbag. Like a huge long airbag would pop out. And uh, Eric was getting coffee. As soon as he had coffee in hand, and he was like, you know, all happy and about to go on with his day. Airbag. They triggered it. Yeah. And he dropped the coffee. I don't know if it knocked him over, but it freaked him out. And yep. they. They. Uh, they did this to other people as well and eventually they did it with one person where they this person had had it happen to them once already and then they were they actually were going to get coffee they were like no you can you can actually get iced coffee from here and then they had a second one that was in there yeah <laughs> so even though the first one was already deployed they had a second one that that got them that's yeah, so good what were some of your favorites? Uh, one of my other favorites was the musical chairs they did with the airbags underneath. Yeah. That part was cool. They had four We Man could have died. Yeah. So uh, Rob Deerdeck hosted that one with Johnny Knoxville. Right. And they had four chairs, cushioned chairs. And they told them there's one. Uh, one of these has an airbag underneath that's going to launch you. And so they played musical chairs and kind of faked them out a few times. And then they all sit on the chairs and all four of them had airbags. So they all just go launching. But Wee Man went backwards, like in between all of the chairs and just landed on top of all the pipes that were used to deploy deploy the airbags. They showed what it looked like afterwards. And it looked like it doesn't look like a bunch of metal pipes. Yeah. Yeah. And he landed upside down in there, right? (laughs) I think so. He like flipped up and backwards yep. behind his chair. It was pretty funny. Yeah, I like that. I mean, pretty much any that didn't involve like animals, I enjoyed, um, or any that didn't involve like the only outcome being intense pain. Like, like some of them you just know oh. is going to be like horrible pain and possible serious damage. 
like those are just like what the fuck you know like I, right I, those ones i don't enjoy as much as i used to like the dude jumping into a giant pile of cactus is just like what the fuck? oh yeah <laughs> that you know but. there was the the another one that was intense was the bear one oh my goodness that one was insane <laughs> So they, it started off as this um, polygraph test, right, I think. Right. And the guy was strapped down wearing a shock collar. And any time they deemed him lying, you would get shocked at like full force on the shock collar. And then they just kept doing it over and over again to him. But that wasn't the real stunt. And he didn't know that afterwards when he thought it was over, they poured like honey and some other stuff on some him. Salmon. And, Right. And then they open this sliding door in this small room. Like, almost like an interrogation room. Didn't it have, like, a two-way mirror or something? Yeah. I don't remember. It, it does. Did. Yep. They had a a big bear go, like, released. Yes. And it, and it, comes it made it right all the way up to, up him. to him. Yeah, it starts eating the salmon out of this guy's crotch. And, like, starts to sniff up near his crotch and, like, starts trying to bite his hand and and his nuts. And it, it was pretty intense. And the handler had to step in because he could tell that things could could have uh, easily gone bad. Yeah. yeah that, that was really intense. That part was crazy. That I can't remember that guy's name right now, but he took he took the most beatings in this <laughs> yeah. one. Like, he... Least least memorable name, most most nut hits in the whole thing. I should know him because he's this is not his first appearance, unlike some of the other people in this in this movie. But um, like, wasn't one of the things he did was involving multiple pro athletes taking shots at? Oh yeah, he his did balls. the nut cup thing. Yeah, he had a professional boxer punch him in the nuts with the cup. He had hockey uh, player. The hockey player hit a puck into his nuts he had the softball player throw a ball into his nuts and then the he had worst some, one was the pogo oh stick my goodness he had someone pogo stick onto his balls and it like clipped it tore his, it it clipped his ball sack and like pinned it to the ground and tore it and he's bleeding and it's like dude what the fuck that is horrible there was a magic related reference in this movie where was that? Remind me of that. The bull. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Johnny Knoxville starts with a magic trick where he's pouring milk into his hat and then he puts it on. But it's funny, the take that they used, it didn't even work. Like, it was supposed to actually work and it yeah, didn't. Yeah, And it um, didn't and he got knocked the fuck down. And then this bull re- charged out of him and, yeah, he he blacked out for a second. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of nuts. Like a crazy amount of... Uh, a lot of penis and nuts. Yeah, the opening shot, was... we forgot to mention, at the end of it, they have a snapping turtle bite this guy's penis. Oh, yeah. Which is just... Multiple times, yeah. right? There's just so many moments that are just like, why the fuck are you doing this? Steve-O had this guillotine yeah. with the skateboard. He had a skateboard <laughs> guillotine where he, set, he laid his ankles... Um, through this guillotine and had this skateboard from many feet above him 
drop it's, on its side yeah, on yes. his ankles. Yes. Oh. <laughs> that was one of the, the harder ones to watch, that too. That was terrible. Yeah, that one they were supposed to be quiet in. They were playing a game of who could stay quiet while doing this stupid stuff, and Steve-O did not stay quiet when that board hit his shins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he said he forgot that he had to be quiet. <laughs> right, right. Which I would, too, if I had a piece of wood hitting my shins dead on from eight feet. Oh, you know, so now that we're talking about it, there's so many things with animals in this. Yeah, I don't like I don't like any of those. I think uh, the vulture. The, oh, that one was intense that, too. That, that bird was awesome looking. Yeah, it was crazy. Man, I would love. To I have never seen an. I would love a bird like that. This is like dark vulture with this crazy beak, and yeah. what they did was they they put meat into Wee Man's underwear. Right? Yes. And have this vulture go up and start picking away and eating the meat. And inevitably biting at his... Yeah, biting at his dick. His wee man. How about the mega wedgie? That was a funny one. They had, that was a really good they one. They had the two big guys jump off of um, like a six-foot ledge. Some... And yeah. they were connected to wee man's underpants. So not only do these two big dudes, when they jump off, get wedgies... But Wee Man gets hoisted up and gets a wedgie by the weight of these two other dudes. <laughs> and that really rammed up Wee Man's ass pretty good. They used, uh, I was thinking about it, they had to use some good quality underwear for yeah, that. Yeah, some serious stuff. Which probably would just make it that much harder to handle. Yeah. Um so many crazy things the the biggest production thing in it was the merry-go-round part right yeah there was a lot that was nuts there was a lot going on there they all drank a bunch of milk and were forced to get on this merry-go-round where they would sit facing each other facing towards the middle of the Mm merry-go-round and then they would just have to continue drinking milk on the merry-go-round as well until they vomit directly on one another. Yep. Um, but then eventually they introduce a army of paintball people. <laughs> people with paintball guns. Yep. And they're just still spinning, vomiting, and now they're getting shot with paintballs. While mostly naked. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. And, and then, then, then... Yeah, then... Go ahead. You they said. start dropping they start dropping these like bombs. <laughs> yep. Yeah, then bombs there's, start going off around him. There's these like military looking jets that are dropping these these uh seemingly non lethal bombs. I would imagine that they were probably planted around the merry ground and I don't know if they were actually dropping them. Oh really? I okay, I don't it know. seemed Unless like you that. saw them dropping them. I would I might have missed that. I don't that's just how it felt. That's how it felt. That's how it probably felt. right. And that's but probably that's how, how they felt. thought about it in the moment with everything going on. Cuz they had planes flying. Yeah, there were planes flying over. So close to them. It was easy to imagine that they were dropping pops. I think And they then were they, they were So after that they were let off of the merry-go-round still having to get attacked by all of these people. 
and uh, there was eventually there's this big there was this big fiery explosion that was set up as well, like huge. Yes. And the Wee Man came out in a tank, like a a baby tank, <laughs> that launched these rubber balls, I guess. Yep. The size of like a baseball, probably. That was a hilarious thing to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, um, you dislike the movie. You, I mean, I wouldn't watch it again. Oh. I, I'd, I'd say it was worth it was worth the spectacle of it. Overall, but, um, I, 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 I would not consider myself a person that enjoys Jackass. A lot of people love this movie and love Jackass. At one point, I used to love them. And it's just, it's, it's not for me anymore. I enjoy more of the comedic things enjoy, that happen. I definitely enjoy some of the stuff that they did in there. But the paint, the stuff, I, I just don't get as much out of people just, just getting kicked in the balls. The, yeah. It, it's the the combination of physical pain with the intention behind it is what gets me because physical pain I think can be very funny but when you're sure intentionally inflicting severe physical pain it, I think it loses some of its comedic value and obviously not all physical pain is funny like there are instances where it's accidental and not funny and there's instances where it's accidental and very funny but when it's you're intentionally inflicting severe pain i i don't know sometimes it's i don't find it as funny as i used to i'd have to imagine that for some of them it was probably a really big challenge to be on the team because like when they're hanging around each other they're just doing dumb stuff for the camera so if the cameras are around everything's unpredictable and they everybody's there there has to be some level of people being on edge right constantly yeah do you do you remember steve-o getting hit in the head with the soccer ball when he <laughs> stepped out of the trailer yes, yes. that was good. that was good <laughs> yeah i mean very different review this week um would we recommend watching it uh, I don't know if I would. <laughs> you really have to... There's a lot of male nudity. Excessive. Yeah, Very excessive. You know, I don't know. For for me, I don't even... Like, that part doesn't bother me at all. Like they <laughs> Even the part with all of the old guys that were there for no reason yeah, in really, the background? To, I mean, to be completely honest, I don't care about that at all. That is not even close to the stuff that bothered me in in this movie like I that's could, that's the part that you liked they could they could be fully naked the entire time with close-ups of their cock every 10 seconds and i don't think it would phase me but the stuff okay. that phases me are some of the stunts and particularly the stuff with the animals um understandable yeah but it, would i recommend this i also probably wouldn't but if you really like Jackass, then you are going to love it. So. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, level of kudos to them for, for doing things that most people would not. But, uh, wow. 
Yeah. They, At a certain point, they just max out. Like it just felt it felt too long. Did it, you feel that way? You know, it it was. Uh, I don't know. I, Even though it was like an hour and a half, I don't which know, isn't long. I don't know if I felt that as much as you, but towards the end, I was thinking about how much stuff they did and was like, damn, that, that was a lot. And like the last 10, I think there 10 were, minutes, I was like, holy shit, they're still going. Well, let's just say there was definitely filler. For sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, Jackass Forever, it, uh, you know, it's one of those things. It's one of those things. You'll, it's a cultural icon. Yeah. And they, they do do some stunts that are similar to how they got started as well. Yes. Like the nut cut. Um, yeah. Well, Steve-O and the gang, Johnny, Johnny Knoxville, um, keep, keep doing you, um, you know, don't, don't harm animals. Keep harming each other. There you go. Well said. Um, maybe, you know, I just keep wondering, how are they going to top themselves? I don't know. They're getting pretty old. When are guns going to get involved? Like, when are real guns going to Yeah, they're just going to start doing bullet catches. <laughs> or, like, wearing a bullet vest and getting shot. Or they're just going to fucking shoot each other in the arm or leg or something. <laughs> right, right. Like, getting kicked in the balls is just, yeah. it's just kind of 20... We've got it's a kind of 22 caliber pistol, and I'm going to shoot it into Steve-O's left calf. Like, that's just going to be their next stunt. They're just going to shoot each other. I found this guy on YouTube just the other day who is kind of a solo. He's, well, he's got some people working for him, but he's the main guy. He's the only person doing this stuff to himself. But he does stuff like he tests medieval weapons on himself. Like, he has other people hit him with these, with, like, maces. Oh, my God. And... The most recent one I saw was a barbed wire wrapped bat to test how much damage that would do. Oh my goodness! What does he yeah, wear? What does he wear when he does nothing? This? He he's wearing very little. He wears like a doctor's coat and like uh, some like short shorts because most of the time he hits or underwear. He's hitting himself in the quad or somebody's hitting himself in the quad with the weapon. Oh or, my! Goodness. Or other places depending on the weapon. Yeah, this dude is crazy. He's, like, crazier than Jackass, in my opinion. That sounds horrible. I don't know how I found him, because I'm not even one to watch this stuff, but I... <laughs> he's very funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, what's going to happen when he's just like, okay, we're going to try this axe today, and they just cut off his leg? I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of other stuff he's he's used. Tactical whips. Nunchucks, um, I'm sure. I don't know if I've seen nunchucks. Um, what else? Bow staffs. Um, maces. That's horrible. Like, there was a medieval mace. Yeah. Versus a display, like a ornamental mace. He used both. And what he does is he has his... He has the people he's working with hit him at, like, he'll say 10% power. And then he'll keep bumping it up. So he's hitting himself several times. Yeah, somebody else is too. So he's getting a good amount of force. Like, if he did it to himself, he's not going to be able to to do as much of a real hit. Right, right. 
but he's also done stuff like uh, eat a bunch of sugar-free gummy bears oh, yeah. as a laxative, yeah. like like a pound of them, and I, then he. I've seen people do that. Yeah, he, he has somebody who is I think they're a boxer. They they're punching him in the stomach until he he shits himself. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Houston, Houston Jones, I think is his name. Houston something. I don't know if I want to look him up or not. He's from Michigan. Nice. Um, not saying that's a reason to look him up. Proud, uh, proud to be a Michigander. Yeah. You, me, Jeff, you, me, Houston. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Everybody else. Every, you know? Everyone else. Well, uh, you know, we are, we're in a little bit of a hiatus for trivia, but Lucas and I have something very special planned kind of to, uh, to end things. Lucas, why don't you tell everybody what it's called? I will. And you know what? I'm going to tell you a little thing about this because it's funny. This, so this is your idea. I'm going to tell everyone that, um, you came up with this idea and I came up with a name for it and I'll tell you where I got the name from because something similar happened on Penn Sunday School very recently. So Oh really? Basically, in place of trivia for now, we'll probably get back to trivia at some point. I don't I don't know. We haven't discussed it yet, but um, you know, I'm still in the process of writing something for Patrick to do on video that you can all see since he's the loser of trivia. But um Basically, we're gonna we're gonna give you a little skit, and you know normally skits are very visual, so we're gonna call this uh, theater of the mind, and we're gonna play out a small scenario um, for your pleasure. Uh, <laughs> but I was listening to Penn Sunday School three or four episodes ago. Penn dropped a bottle cap on the floor. And he went to grab his bottle cap. Here, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it right now, so I can give you a good okay. idea. I've got a bottle cap here. Um, Demonstrate. So this is what Penn did. He had a bottle cap, and he dropped the bottle cap, and he's like, "Oh, hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab my bottle cap here. I'm grabbing my bottle cap. I got, I got the bottle cap." And he wasn't saying that. He was talking while grabbing the bottle cap. But since he's moving <laughs> away from his mic, you can't hear him. And he gets back up, and he's like, "Sorry, I was away from my mic. I was grabbing a bottle cap." And then he, and then he goes into this tangent for several minutes, where he's just like, or maybe I wasn't dropping my bottle cap. That's the nice thing about radio, uh, theater of the mind. And then he's, and then he just starts going on about like, what if I was, um, what if I was grabbing a bottle cap, in a fire? And then he mimes grabbing a bottle cap in a fire. So he starts going like, like this. Oh, gotta get my bottle cap. Grab my bottle cap. Bottle cap. Here's, oh, I got <laughs> I got my bottle cap. Uh, and uh, just and he he goes on for like way too long about stupid shit like really? this. Really? Yes. And he then, got carried away. And then you came to me with this idea, and I was like, oh, theater of the mind. I was just listening to stuff like this. <laughs> I was wondering where you got the name. That's that's insane. Was it just yeah. very recently? It was. It was. So. So we're gonna we're gonna present to you a little theater of the mind, and I think that's a good description. All right, so we're going to open this with 
So this is this is going to be this will be two neighbors interacting with each other. Okay. Lucas, I'll let you begin. Okay, here we go. Two neighbors interacting. Oh, hey, Patrick. Oh, hey. Didn't see you. Hey. Hey, the lawn looks great. Oh, it's been... We're working on it. Yours, though, it looks... It, it's a great lawn. Well, truly. Yeah, it's, it's getting there. It's, How do you get it so green? I'm using this new fertilizer. What's it called? Uh, Eukanuba. It's uh, all right. It really it, it the the color of it is nice, but it's um, I don't know. It's it's taken a while to get there. It's it's supposed to be a little greener. You get that from the Home Depot. I do. Down the street on Johnson and, and Johnson. Yep, you know it. Yep. Go go get yourself That's a great. bag. You put it on my account down there. You gotta try it out. Oh, really? Yeah, you should. On your tab? You should. On your tab. Put it on my tab. Go put you it. You got on a my... tab at Home Depot? I got. I shop there a lot. I do a lot of do a lot of woodworking. The gravel industry has been doing you well, though. Uh, it's it's been all right. It's been all right. How's the how o- many gravel pits? Well, oh, well, I was gonna ask you how's how's the office. Oh, the office. You know, we burned it down after we found the spirits, but everything's fine. Yeah. Well, that was the right call. How are the kids? Uh, they're dead. That's great. Still nothing. I'm glad that... that Have, um, haven't found them. They're somewhere in the in one of those gravel pits, but yeah, by now they're, they're, well, they're dead. Well, you don't know that. There's a, you know, there's always that bunker down there that you made just yeah. in case things started to go bad, and I, you know, maybe they're in there. I hope they're not. I hope they're dead. Well, that's good, and I'm glad that, you know... Cheryl's been taking care of you. She's been she's been your rock, right? She's yeah, been mine. I call her a bitch, but some would call yeah. her a rock. Yeah. Yeah. You've been fucking her at all? A little bit here and there, you know. Little, you know, in the gravel pit. You know, it's uh, it's it's her fetish, as you know. Right. It's, yep. Yep. I know her. She's good though. I'm glad. Did she make the casserole? Uh, no. No. She stopped making the casserole. She did, yeah. She makes it for me. Yeah, that's because she's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's like that sometimes. How's the mower going? Is the mower's the mower good. Running? I'm actually that's you got to run it again. I'm, I'm going to run it now. Yep. Oh, that's good. That's good. It's running on uh, what? Uh, what chemicals did you have to put in there to get that engine starting again? Oh, you're not gonna believe it. You are not gonna believe what I'm putting in my lawnmower these days. What are you putting? Peanut butter again? No, not peanut butter. Not peanut butter. I've got a special blend of vinegar, cranberry juice, soy sauce, um, and liquid corn. Liquid corn. Running on that. It's actually more expensive than gas, the the type of vinegar that I use in combination with those. It's expensive, but it it also runs, it, it runs better, you know. Well, you're, you've always been a man that cares about flavor, and it makes sense that that would cross over into your lawn work. Mm-hmm. Sure. 
Yeah. Well, I got I got to go see the kids. I got to tell them, you know, I got to update them on, you know, everything that's going on. And I hope that your driveway looks better than it does today because, wow. Wow. Thank you. You own gravel pits, but look at that gravel mess that you got right there. That's insane. Uh, well, I got to go see Cheryl. All see right. you later. All right, Patrick. Take care. Take care now. Okay, see ya. Goodbye. That was Theater of the Mind. Two neighbors interacting. Which is riveting theater. Yeah, what, I what, think we... What, do we got time for another one for him? I think we might have time for another one. This is going to be... This is going to be... A... Hardware store is the setting. It's going to be at a hardware store. Uh-huh. Um, Lucas, are you, do you want to be the employee? I would love or to do be, you want yeah. Me to be the no, employee? let me, I'll do, I'll be the employee. Yep. Lucas is an employee and I am looking for some double-sided tape. Begin. Okay. Hey, sir, how are you today? Hey, sir, how are you today? I wonder where they put the tape in here. What do they keep the... What do they keep the... Uh... Excuse me? Yes. Hi, how are you doing? Good. Can I help you find anything? Oh, well, I... You know, I just wanted to say, I think it's it's great that you got so many different things in here. You got something in there for everybody, don't Thank you? Thank you. Yeah, we have a good inventory. Can what, you... What are you looking for? Can you... I'm looking for some tape. Okay, yeah, right this way. Um, tape, tape's going to be in aisle four here, um, kind of in the office. Can I actually section. go there by myself? Um, you can, but I... I got jumped one time at a similar spot when I was asking for a similar thing, well, and they walked me over. But... I, I work here, and it's, if you're worried about that, you're better off with me at your side. Um, so let's let's go let's go check out. Could you four. please stay at the Could you please stay at the counter for me and, and tell me what where I can go? Look, I'm gonna follow you. We're already next to the aisle. Let's just just come down this aisle here. Look, I here's here's. You're making me here's uncomfortable, some tape. Here's, sir. Here's some tape right here. You see this? Just oh. you, this is good tape. You should you should check it out. That's not double sided. Oh oh right. You want a double sided here? This this. I right never here. said it, but I, that's what I want. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. Um, I don't think I did. I can read your mind. Look, this is double-sided. Please get away. Double-sided tape here. I got some. Uh, oh, see? can I touch it? Yeah, to feel it up. What do you do? What Whoa, you, that is. What are you going to use it for? What? Are you going to put two cards together? What? Um, I I have plans. What uh, What are you going to be using this double-sided tape for? Because I can't sell it That's... to you if you have nefarious purpose. I don't want to. I've. The, my rights involve me being able to purchase tape without being interrogated, sir. Can I please shop here by myself? I'm not going to let you go out of my sight. I got to leave. You're not going to be leaving on my watch. Lock the doors. I don't lock the doors, like Paul. Home. Paul. I don't like home. Paul, I don't like Home them. Depot. Who's Paul? He's my manager. He, he just, sounds like a good guy. He just locked the doors. He a good guy? No. No, he's going to kill you. He sounds like a good guy. He's going to shoot you in the face. He sounds like a good guy. He's a, he's a good guy. 
he's about as good as rocks. He's Paul's Paul's down. Paul's a Paul's a good man. Sir, are you on drugs? Paul, uh, can I get some tape? I'd like some tape. Can I get some tape? Please. And that was Theater of the Mind. Episode 2, A Man Looking for Double-Sided Tape. All right. One more. I think we got time. One more. One more. I, now I have, I have tape on my phone. Hold on. I'll let you decide what you, what you want to. Well, uh, we I have one in, in mind already. Okay. We're gonna be doing um. Oh, let me put my tape away. That tape really since, took. Since, <laughs> that tape really messed your messed your mojo up. It did, I, but it adds it adds to the story. You got stuck on the tape. Okay, now we're gonna do. Um, we'll do one more here. This is gonna be. Um, this is gonna be a man trying to bum a cigarette off of a guy on the phone. I will play the guy on the phone. I'm trying to bum a cigarette off of you. Yes. Okay. Are you, are you ready? Ready. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I don't care what you make for dinner. Can I... Hey, hey, dude. Can I get a... Can uh, hold, I snag a square? Hold on. Can I, can I get a square? Hold on honey. Hold on. What are you saying? Can I get a... Can I, can I cop a square off of you, sir? I don't know what you mean. I, I, leave me alone. A dart? Dude, leave me can alone. I get a dart? Can you leave me alone? Sorry, sorry this is a weird guy. I don't know. Yeah, it's gonna play darts. I don't hey, know. bro. I don't know what he's doing. Bro, dude, hey, bro, can hey, I have? I'm trying to talk to my wife. I'm trying to talk. You got to my a lighter? Wife. No, I don't have a lighter. Um, I'm looking for a. Yeah, can no, I, potatoes. Can I get a, potatoes would be I good. I just need. I just need uh, one cigarette, sir. Can you, I get? A, I don't. Can I? I don't have a cigarette. Buddy. I don't have a cigarette. Can I get one from you though? No, I don't. I don't have a cigarette. Um, can you? Sorry, this guy. Can you give me one. some money for one? Um, yeah, no, I'll be I'll be home in like. 40, can I get some 45 money? Forty-five minutes or so. Can you? Can I get? Can I get have one? Um, sir, I'm hey, gonna need that phone. Sir, sir I'm hand me your, to, hand me your phone. I'm gonna need you to shut up. I need you to shut up. I'm trying to light my sir, cigarette here. Sir, you're sir. You have sir. You lied to me. You have a lighter and a cigarette. Yeah. I saw you buddy, had a full pack. Buddy, I'm not giving you a cigarette. Can I have one though? I'll take you, one from you if you don't give me one. You, so hey, we can do this the easy way or the hard way. We're gonna, Get off your phone. We're gonna do it, honey. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let. Let you me take that I'll from you. I'll I got you back. it. I'm okay. grabbing it from. I, no, it's my in my hands now. Hey, this isn't funny. Give me my phone. I'll trade it to you for one cigarette. I don't have. This is my last cigarette. That's a lie. You got a full pack. I saw you take it out. Hey, look, look here. That phone doesn't belong to you. I will call the cops. I'm not giving you a damn cigarette. I'll call the cops from your phone and report the assault you just committed on me. I haven't assaulted you. You've stolen my phone. I've done nothing to you. I'm not giving you a cigarette. These cigarettes sir, can are... I please? Sir, I don't think you're being rational here. I just wanted a cigarette. I'm not giving you I, a cigarette. You see, I, I have a crippling addiction problem. And what you would do for me here would change my life. And I could do... I could... Listen to me. 
you're you're into fortune telling, right? You're into no. you see psychics. No. I've seen you go into psychic. Don't lie to me. No. I don't. I've performed psychic readings on you, no, you dressed haven't. as a geisha. No. Dressed as a geisha. No, shut up. You remember the geisha? Shut up. Shut up. Ding dong. Shut up. Stop. Stop it. You must be mistaken. You've got the wrong guy. You remember that? No. That was me. That doesn't sound like me at all. I was your geisha. No. No, you weren't. You're a weirdo geisha. trying to bum a cigarette. Remember? Because I'm a, I was a geisha and you were named Gabriel... Right. Sir, just right. Give, give me my phone back. Just give Gabe. Me, just give me my phone. Gabe, you, Gabe, you, uh, you paid me. You just, paid me, and I was dressed up as a, as a woman, a geisha. And you thought that I, you thought that I was a can of Coca-Cola that you could just crack open, and sip, and just throw away. But you gotta recycle me, sir. You gotta remember to put me in that bin. Okay, otherwise, I'm just going to ruin the planet. Including you. Alright, you can keep the phone. I'm I'm just, I'm going to get it. Can I just, can I have a, can I have a cigarette? No, I'm all out. I'm going to call your, your uh, wife about those potatoes and tell her the real potatoes you've been smashing. But, sir. Give me one all right fine thanks let me just take the whole pack while i'm at it I'll, I'll see you later sir thank you for everything we'll see you okay have a nice day what a kind guy theater of the mind so yeah that's a little that's that's theater of the mind um let yeah. us let us know if you like it you can email us at flamingmelonpod at gmail.com and let us know if you like that. We'll do more. If you hated it, please let us know. We will we'll, we'll do, do even more. We'll do even more because we we go against the grain. We go into the dungeon. We go against, against the, the grain flow and of into water. The, what's something that starts with a G? Going against the grain and going into the into the groin. groin. Into the groin. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're going. Well, in. wow. I kind of. I feel like I've been to the. I've been, you know, I, I feel like I've been transported through time. I was, uh, I was at a grocery. No, I was. I was in my my lawn. I was in a hardware store. I was trying to bum a cigarette off of you, and it worked. And I got your phone. <laughs> I'm getting pretty good. Yeah. I'm getting pretty good at this. Anything is possible in the theater of the mind. Well, you got anything else before we wrap up? You're you're making noises. Well, I think Patrick has exhausted his words for the day. So, that being said, that was the Flamey Melon Podcast.